my kindergarten teacher's name was Miss Harris. And my mom had a conversation with Miss Harris before I ever met her. My mom and dad actually had a conversation with her. My mom told me that she told Miss Harris that I was a sweetheart. And Miss Harris's response at the time was, oh, all of our students are sweet. All of our kindergartners are sweet. So my mom just let her have that little delusion for a while. Uh, and before I met her, my dad was sure to explain her name so that I knew my teacher's name. And one day during a bike ride, one of few bike rides we went for, I think, he was telling me her name, that it was Miss Harris, but that it sounded like Miss Hare wrist. So he pointed to his head, to the hair on his head, Miss Hare, and then he twisted his right arm around his left wrist, wrist, Miss Hare wrist. So ever since then, I've always remembered Miss Miss Harris's name. So later on down the road, after I had been going to kindergarten for a while, my mom spoke with Miss Harris again, and Miss Harris agreed that I was in fact just a sweet pea. Uh, when I was going to kindergarten, I remember my mom always getting me dressed in the morning and I had a set of predetermined outfits. So I think we would rotate these outfits and they were very matchy-matchy and I always had cute little socks that peeked up out of my shoes and everything. And uh, Miss Harris was very good about making sure that we celebrated all the different holidays. We had different color days and we would have to go in wearing yellow, going wearing blue or red or green. And I have Polaroid pictures of these days. And at the time, I didn't know what was going on. My mom was just orchestrating all these things to make sure that I went to school wearing what I needed to wear even on days when we were celebrating nursery rhymes and she made sure that I had a costume as a spider to be the itsy bitsy spider uh, thanks mom you know being that I've been a teacher now also thanks Miss Harris I mean sending home all those notifications to make sure that parents know what to do so that students come to school doing the right stuff not easy. And, and kindergarten school wasn't easy. Uh, I, like I mentioned last time, I think I had some anxiety from a young age and stress. I just embodied a lot of stress. And I had eczema from a young age. I think that is just a way that stress kind of presented itself physically for me. Uh, and I was also made fun of, not in a big way, and not in a way that eroded my confidence at the time, but I was. I was made fun of for my glasses, for my lovely glasses. I had multicolored metal glasses. They were the best. And also for my height. There was one student in particular that would make fun of me in line when we lined up. I don't think I ever told Miss Harris. I don't think so. 
But like I said, I didn't let it get me down at the time. In fact, there was another student in the class who ugh, endured much more ridicule than I did. And in the classroom and on the playground, people would just pick on him. And one day, I, I just decided I had had enough of witnessing it. So I went over and I told them to leave him alone. What are you doing? You're being rude. Stop that. That reminds me of another time when I would stand up against injustices that I saw at the time. Uh, someone stole somebody else's possessions. And the thefts explanation or justification for it was it's just a thing it's not hers or mine it's just a thing and taking a step back from that I'm like okay no, that was a really good explanation but stepping into who I was at the time and what I said I said I don't care <laughs> if it's a blade of grass <laughs> if somebody picks up a blade of grass and that's their blade of grass, you you can't just take what they have made into their own meaningful possession. So anyway, now I realize it's not that cut and dry. But um, anyway, when I think about that, I just think it's pretty cool that I used to speak my mind. I don't really do that too much anymore. These interactions, these social interactions that I had existed in the classroom, like I said, on the playground, and also on the basketball or soccer, basketball court or soccer field. I think I started playing soccer and basketball because of my brother. I did not like soccer at all. If there was ever a time when I threw fits, it was on the soccer field. I remember having true tantrums, tantrums, and I didn't have tantrums very often, uh, publicly, <laughs> um, and soccer was just not my thing. Maybe it was the fact that it was outside and mosquitoes and all that stuff, shin guards, no, it was too much. Basketball though, basketball I liked. And again, I'm pretty sure I got into basketball because of my brother. Basketball was great. I met some of my best friends playing basketball. And I really still enjoy it today. I actually got pretty good at playing basketball. Um, and so, yeah, that's that. I wasn't the alpha on the basketball team. I was never the alpha when it came to basketball. I was very passive and docile. And one of my teammates once told me that her mom thought that I was the most graceful basketball player she'd ever seen. Just so graceful, just like a gazelle going down the court. <laughs> and my coaches, however, always used to tell me how I needed to be more aggressive. Be much more aggressive, Ashley. I did not and do not 
value aggression under such circumstances. Clearly, I valued aggression. I used it. I did. But on the basketball court, no. No, thank you. This is not where I choose to be an alpha. Let me play my role when and where I want to play it. And that sort of self-awareness is something that I have lost. When I get into other arenas now, I think, okay, who can tell me who I'm supposed to be? (laughs) Um, And I have a hard time distinguishing what expectations are and how to make them work for me, I think. Um, I think. Maybe that's not entirely true. I think I still end up doing my own thing. Yeah, I still end up doing my own thing. But I need to make it work for me. I need to find a way to do my own thing-ish while mainly doing what I'm just supposed to be doing. And that's what I struggle with. So, I needed Jesus. I needed um, I needed Jesus to help me uh, be more aggressive on the basketball court and uh, more peaceful on the soccer field and uh, a little bit more understanding of the rudeness of other children at my school. So my mom drove us to church one day. She's driving us to church and we arrive and I remember her turning around to look at me and my brother in the back seat. I don't think my dad was there that day with us. And she said, you know, you two would make good Christians. You should think about being Christians. And that was as much as a push my mom put on us to be religious at all. Uh, She encouraged us to do Bible clubs, but not from a Bible standpoint, from more of a club standpoint. And she signed me up for a basketball camp that was at a Christian university, I think, not just for the Christianity, but for the basketball and the university aspect of it. Uh, So church for me was never a big social gathering. It was very awkward for me usually because it was like, oh, you're here again. Haven't seen you in a while. You need, (laughs) you need something, you know, is something going wrong? And uh, so I didn't really like the way that sometimes I would be approached at church. One time I went with my dad and a woman in the pew in front of us turned around. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what was going through her mind about who we were uh, or if she thought that she knew one of us. But anyway, she turned around. She introduced herself to my dad and she looked at me and she said, who's that? Your girlfriend? And we were, my dad and I were like, who is this woman? I do not look that old. I do not look that, it, it, it was, it was odd. It was odd. Not saying that that is any reflection of church, but that is one of the few experiences I had at church and it did not help the situation. <laughs> so, um, anyway, 
when I was younger, younger, which I did not mention in the first episode or installment or segment here, was that I did dance classes at church when I was very young. And when we had our recital at the church, I introduced us. So I do want to say that I had very positive experiences at churches also. That was great. That really boosted my confidence. I loved dancing at that church with those other girls. And introducing us, yes, that was great. So elementary school and the time of elementary school was huge for me. As I got a little bit older, I started getting more and more insecure. In first grade, I don't have too many big memories other than a time that a student climbed onto a desk while a teacher, while my teacher was out of the classroom and did a backflip onto the floor. He did, he backflipped off of the desk. I don't remember where he was from, that he was new to the school. And he really put a really nice first impression that day. Uh, Also, I remember having a teacher pull me outside of class one day because I was crying because I missed my dad. And like I said, my dad was big in, in providing for us. He was, I saw my dad. I actually probably didn't actually see my dad every day because of our hours. It didn't really work out and he would be sleeping. If I saw him, I didn't have meaningful um, exchanges with him every day. And so that was, that was kind of sad for me at that time. But uh, next time I'll continue with elementary school, get into some slightly deeper topics uh, and finish up with elementary school in fifth grade. But now that we're getting to the end of this one, let's just put a positive spin out there. Uh, Yes, of course, throughout this time, um, very emotional, kind of going over how there are some inconsistencies. But I just love that I have these parts in me that are passionate because I'm at a place now where I feel so dry and just spacey. And passion is a key word right now. And I'm not looking for a passion. I'm just looking for passion coming out of me. You know, it just about expressing myself and, and my opinions and, and how I feel and, and, and just getting some balls rolling on some things and some issues that mean something to me and that I think can positively impact those around me. So essentially what I'm saying is I'm happy to look back and realize that I do down deep inside of me have passion and the willingness to speak up for others and take up for others. And, um, really um, emphasize what I care about. So I hope that maybe if there's anyone out there who's listening and feeling the same way, you know, what is it that you did when you were a child that helps you remember and know that you do care 
you do care about what's going on in this world and you do care about other people that you may not even know but just what they're going through and you know that it's not all right what did you do when you were a child that helps you know that even now you also have that ability to stand up for what's right so if you want to leave a comment just think about it and bring an answer with you next time and uh, until next time take care